the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author of the book Paycheck to Purpose, and host of the Ken Coleman Show, where he talks about career and jobs all day long. He's my co-host today. We're going to be talking to you about your life right in front of you. The phone number is 888-825-5225. The call is free, and some say the advice is worth exactly what you pay for it. Ben starts this hour in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Hi, Ben. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave and Ken. So grateful to be on the show today. Thank you again for uh, taking my call. Sure. What's up in your world? Well, um, the brief synopsis of the situation is I'm wondering if I should take on an additional student loan um, to go through a coding boot camp um, to, in essence, double my uh, income so that I can uh, accelerate my baby step two progress uh, for my family. Okay. So um, I'm guessing you've not been listening to us for very long. Um, it's been off and on for a couple of months. Mm -hmm. Um, I know the short answer would be, of course not. Don't be stupid. Um, that's a good short answer. (laughs) Um, How much, how much is the boot camp going to (laughs) cost? So the the boot camp is, um, $13,900. And what is your expected increase in income from what now to what then? What would you be making? Um, currently, I'm making um, $38,000 a year, and I would be bring, bringing that up to anywhere between $75,000 and $85,000, depending right. on the position that I would get. All right. That sounds about right. And what's the long-term play in technology for you? Where do you want to go? Um, I'd, I'd want to be um, – honestly, my dream job would be to be coding and developing analytics um, software for – professional uh, football program. Okay, great. So you have a huge upside. So the answer is not just simply no, but it's not necessary for you to take out a loan. $13,000, if you really commit to this and you come up with some incredibly intense ways of selling things, three, four, five jobs, you should cash flow this and 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 move forward so you're going to go find an additional thirteen thousand dollars to pay your way through this and see that income increase and get through the baby steps faster but don't go into debt for it it's not necessary the boot camp will always be there how much so if you got to wait you got to wait how much debt do you now have um the quote-unquote only debt that we have is a is my master's degree which is thirty nine thousand in debt your master's is in what um, music education, but I'm unfortunately no longer able to um, continue in that. Why? Um, I had uh, some bad choices that I made, and I'm just not able to continue teaching right now. Oh, you can't you can't teach in the classroom. That's correct. Sir. But you still have a master's in music. Correct. I still have the license. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so uh, is uh, what you've done made it illegal for you to tutor people on an individual basis? Um, No, sir. Okay. All right. And so you can make serious bank doing that. You know that, right? I would Um, would open a music tutoring school immediately, private lessons immediately, 50 bucks an hour. 
and I'd go get me 13,000 bucks. You there? Yes, I am, sir. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. All right. I mean, uh, traditional classroom teachers tutoring in traditional subjects are making anywhere from 30 to $50 an hour. Uh, you can do online tutoring. You can do in-person private lessons, music lessons of different kinds and tutoring. And with that degree, if you have basic music ability, and I'm guessing you do, for goodness sakes, then um, I'm opening a, a tutoring business right now, and I'm going to go like crazy all the time doing nothing but that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you got put in the in timeout based on what you did from what you thought you were going to be. And so you, you stepped back and you accepted a $38,000 position as a reality, and I don't think that's the reality. I don't think that's a reality. It's not, and and I would also say that beyond the music tutoring, you're doing anything and everything. It doesn't matter now. $20 an hour job, $25 an hour job, you're doing it, three, four, five of them. To get the 13000 you can amass that pretty quick. Those numbers add up. Get yourself a calculator and literally write down how many hours, how much money per month can I make, do I need to make to quickly get 13000 Do the Or to camp, get the first half. Or the first half. To start the coding and That's get true. the other half while you're finishing. That's right. While you're in class. But the idea here is is that the boot camp will be there, and so will the technology opportunities. So yeah. don't further your debt. Don't put yourself further behind when you don't have to. There's zero reason to do this. See, the, the other thing is this. The, the, the overall concept, Ben, and for the rest of you out there, the only time that the debt system works is if everything works. And everything never works works so i went thirty nine thousand dollars in debt to get my master's degree in my dream job only it doesn't work mm-hmm. yeah and now here i sit and i'm making thirty eight thousand and i can't justify the thirty nine thousand that i spent in student loans to get a master's degree in music ed uh because it doesn't work out life never goes down this like this little cute little yellow brick road follow the yellow brick road i mean you just really you you can't keep it, it there's you know the, the problem with going to see the wizard of oz is there's flying monkeys between here and there <laughs> that's the problem and so you you can't you got to count on the flying monkeys they're part of the program and so when you do that all of a sudden the debt looks doesn't look so delicious but yeah. when you assume everything's is a clean path of and everyone's following the speed limit and no one's talking on their cell phone while they're driving beside you and no one's eating a big mac while they're driving beside you and no one is putting on their makeup while they're driving beside you and so there's never any danger on the highway when you make that assumption in order for your debt idea to play out you've set yourself up for the flying monkeys you're going to get you're going to get hit and that's what happened to ben on the first round and i don't want that to happen to him on this second round so when you pay cash for it on the second round even if the flying monkeys knock you off you don't have any debt that's exactly right i got the education but i don't have any debt that's right and so let's go do it let's go pay for it roll up your sleeves work like a wild man all you're going to be doing ben is working that's it just work 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 and you don't have to worry you won't die from it Right before you die from hard work, you'll pass out. Don't worry about it. That's right. Someone will be there to catch you. By the way, there's a return on effort when we don't have to take a loan out that we're going to just in the distance pay off. We say, I've got to gut it out, hustle it out big time to come up with 13 grand to change my life. 
boy, the return on that effort is so much better. You're going to find yourself paying better attention, by the way, in boot camp. Uh, yeah, most people get better grades in grad school than they did in ear pong school. Yeah, that's also right. known as undergrad. <laughs> this is the Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Ah, I love this guy. I love his books. I'm so glad I got to hang out with him today. Uh, back at Christmas, uh, two different people gave me the book Comfort Crisis. If two people give you a book, even if it's on weight loss, you should take it seriously. And uh, Comfort Crisis is a serious book. It is a great read. And I uh, got to know Michael through that. And I uh, had him on with Mike Rowe and I and a couple other guys as we're talking about the status of work ethic the state or the uh, i don't know the condition of lack of work ethic in america today we did an event on that uh, a few months ago that was highly successful so when we heard michael was going to be in town we put him on a bunch of our podcasts and asked him to stop in here on his new book scarcity brain welcome my friend thanks for having me and congratulations on the huge success on both of these books uh, comfort crisis is uh you know it kind of came on a little bit late it was a late bloomer but it's become a huge book yeah, like a good horse, man. It breaks late, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, was surprised, I was as surprised as you are. I'm not that. surprised. <laughs> I, I'm just, uh, I, I love a, a book that breaks late like that because that means it's got legs. It'll be with us for a while because the contents is so, so strong. Okay, so scarcity brain mm-hmm. versus obviously abundance brain, I guess. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The, the Both sides of it. But the the human lizard brain for survival teaches us to think scarcity first, right? Correct. We hone in on scarcity. We're very sensitive to scarcity cues, which is basically pieces of information in our environment that make us think things are scarce. And our reaction is to acquire more. I think I'm hungry, but it's really, I'm just low on sugar. (laughs) Yes, you think you're hungry, (laughs) you're low on sugar. You think you need to buy that third thing on Amazon Prime for the day, and so you do it. You think you need more information, so you spend more time on Twitter, on and on and on. All these things... um, that I think we overdo in life today, um, track back to that they were things that would have given us a survival advantage in the past. It does lead us to obesity. It does lead us to materialism, the loop, the scarcity loop, the scarcity Mm -hmm. brain, this constant striving to do something that's totally not, I don't need to eat again. I just ate. And I sure don't need to eat 12 more donuts. I just had one. I mean, you know, I don't need to buy another gun, my wife said. But I did. I bought another one. And so, you know, but I mean, what is it about that? How does that work? Well, I like to say that everyone knows that everything is fine in moderation. Yet why are we all so bad about it? (laughs) Bad at it, right? And um, I do think that these tendencies we have when we overdo things, it's usually with things that would have given us a survival advantage in the past. So for all of time, pretty much everything you needed to survive was scarce and hard to find. Food. Food. Safety. Safety. Information. Um, community. Community. Even status, the number of people mm-hmm. that you could influence. Um, possessions, right? Mm-hmm. Tools. Mm-hmm. 
So we sort of... Sounds like a video game. So, yeah. yeah. So we default to more of those. If you were the type of person that defaulted to more of those, you would survive. Now, the difference is that we sort of have that ancient drive for more in a world where we have an abundance of all those things. And we don't necessarily have a good governor that tells us, oh, you've had enough food. Or you own enough guns. (laughs) (laughs) Or you've got enough information on this event unfolding in the world and you don't need to spend all night up till 3 a.m. scrolling Twitter to get the next little... Death scrolling. Yes, death scrolling, exactly. So why do we get stuck in this loop, do you think? Well, I think that one thing that's interesting is that um, technology has really pushed us into more. It knows what is going to work to get us to overconsume. Now, as part of this book, I went into a uh, casino in Las Vegas that is brand new. It's cutting edge, uh, but it's not open to the public. It is a casino laboratory that is used entirely for human behavior research. Now, if you think about something that people overdo over and over and over, it's a slot machine, mm-hmm. right? And so they've really unpacked- Completely illogically. Completely illogically. But they do it anyway. Yeah. Um, so I identify what I call the scarcity loop. And it is the sort of ultimate behavior loop at pushing us into more. And you can think of a slot machine. So it's got three parts. It's got opportunity, unpredictable rewards, and quick repeatability. You got an opportunity to get something of value that enhances your life. Unpredictable rewards. You know you'll get that thing of value at some point if you keep repeating the behavior. But you don't know when, and you don't know how valuable it's going to be. So with the slot machine, it's like, if you keep playing, you'll eventually get a win, but you don't know how big it'll be, right? And then quick repeatability, you can repeat the behavior over and over. Now, the reason um, that this is important to know, because it doesn't just apply to slot machines, it's in all these different technological systems and institutions that really kind of determine how we spend our time, our attention, our resources. So this loop is being put in social media. It's what makes social media work. The dopamine hit. Yeah, it makes uh, dating apps work. Mm. It drives a lot of online shopping behavior. Mm. It's in the rise of sports gambling. It's being put in certain finance, personal finance apps and on and on and on. And it's made really- the online porn industry the largest industry in the world. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so, in, you know, in the past, this wasn't a thing that was just part of our life at the, um, at the scope and scale that it is now. But because we spend so much of our lives on screens now it's 12 to 13 hours a day engaged with digital media it has this ability to sort of creep into our life and um, push us into behaviors that i think um, although can be fun in the short term they always they're always fun. they're always fun in, in the, the short, short term, term. Uh, but can hurt us in the long run so how do you flip that and go to from this false scarcity that puts you into a loop and go to an abundance mentality well i think first of all if you have a behavior that you keep doing over and over and over and that is hurting you in the long run um, to be aware that it probably does fall into the scarcity loop. Uh, This leverages what researchers call the Hawthorne effect. So if you can observe a behavior, it usually changes the behavior just by knowing that, Oh, this is happening. I'm doing this. Like you'll start to change. And then second, you can change any of the three parts of the loop. So you can change the opportunity. Hmm. You can slow down the quick repeatability. So an example is, if you're the type of person that is buying too much dumb stuff on the internet, even just having a rule that I'm only making my purchases in person, that inserts a pause because you have to get into your car, you have to drive down to the store, and then mm. you have to scour the aisles to find that item. And in that time, you probably realize I didn't even need this thing in the first place. I forgot what I was here for. Right. Yeah. I forgot what I was here for. <laughs> One of the things that you discover in this book that I found fascinating is 
there is a way to actually thrive with enough, which is in your subtitle. Uh, you call it uh, a very unlikely hack that you discovered. What is that? Oh, the abundance the, loop? Yeah, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. So I think that, um, so when you look at, okay, well, why do we, why is this scarcity loop so attractive to humans? It probably helped us uh, find food in the past. So if you think about the past, if you, uh, you needed food, right? And that was going to allow you to survive. And so you go to one point, no food. The next point, no food. The next point, jackpot, food. That's the exact same architecture as a slot machine. Um, you can use this loop in habits that enhance your life. So for example, um, you hunt. Mm -hmm. Hunting is the exact same system, right? Mm -hmm. You know you're, you're going out there to get an animal. There's your opportunity. You know you'll probably see an animal at some point, but you don't know how big. You don't know if it'll be the right one. You don't know if it'll be old enough. You don't know all these things. And when you find that, there's a gamble too. Like, am I going to be able to pull the trigger in the right spot, right? And then you can repeat that annually, whatever. But along the way, instead of a slot machine where you're sitting in a casino, you know, you're surrounded by smoke, you're indoors. When you're hunting, you're outside. That's good for us. You're also being physically active. That's good for us. You're probably hunting with other people. That's good for us. So you're getting all these ancillary benefits. And um, you see it in hunting. Uh, you could see this in, through fishing, mm -hmm. even things like uh, foraging. So foodies will forage for mushrooms. Mm -hmm. But even something as simple as like, you know what? I'm really into uh, collecting vinyl. And there's this album that is really hard to find. And I'm just going to walk around my city that I live in. And I'm going to go from vinyl store to vinyl store and see if I can find this thing. And that'll be an exciting way to spend my, my time. Uh -huh. Okay. Break the cycle. Michael Easter, the way we discovered him was through comfort crisis the new book fix your craving mindset rewire your habits to thrive with enough it's called scarcity brain highly recommend it i will be absorbing this this weekend i have not gotten to it until now and i will immediately good stuff absolutely great honored to have you on the show my friend congratulations on these great works thank you very much for having me i appreciate it check it out michael easter our eastermichael.com and you can follow him on social media media at michael easter this is The Ramsey Show. You've been gazelle intense. You've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed. And now you're ready to make your biggest investment better. Blinds.com is a great way to dress up a room or your entire home. Whether you like do-it-yourself projects or you don't even know what a Phillips head screwdriver is, trust Blinds.com to take care of you like Ramsey would. You can do the measuring and installation yourself or let Blinds.com's professionals handle everything for you. Blinds.com offers a completely hassle-free experience. Count on them to deliver stylish window treatments from premium brands without the premium markup. And you can count on free shipping, free samples, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can rest easy. That's why we've recommended Blinds.com for over 10 years. Shop Blinds.com right now and get up to 45% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions. We have a stage. It's called the debt-free stage. If you stand on that stage, it can only mean one thing. Well, at least Partially could only mean one thing. You're debt free. Tommy and Heather are standing on that stage. Congratulations, guys. Thank you. Where Thank do you guys you. where do you guys live? 
Uh, right now, we live in Parrish, Florida, but we're originally from Torrington, Connecticut. Ah, fun. Well, welcome to Nashville. Good Thank to you. have you. How much debt have you guys paid off? It was uh, one twelve and change. One hundred twelve thousand. How yeah. long did this take? Uh, just over t- uh, two years and three months. Okay. And um, what was your range of income during that time? It would. Uh, it started at one ten and ended at one fifty. Cool. What do y'all do for a living? Um, so before we relocated to Florida, we, uh, worked in a syringe factory mm-hmm. in Connecticut and, uh, with COVID we had a lot of business. So there was unlimited overtime mm-hmm. and in 2020, we decided to go get our real estate license. Okay. And, uh, yeah, our first year we had 14 sales. Mm-hmm. So that took off and, um, and moved to Florida to do that. <laughs> no, we <laughs> no. sold houses in Connecticut Oh. And it was just this past July that we moved to Florida. Okay. You're doing real estate there? Not yet, but Not we're yet. going to be. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, way to go, guys. Okay. What kind of debt was the 112000 Oh, my God. What was it, the debt? <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Credit cards. Um, cars. Cars. Solar, uh, panels. solar panels. My son's braces. Cell phones. Cell phones. iPads. iPads. You were normal. Yeah. <laughs> And, and normal in America sucks, doesn't it? It does. Yes, it Absolutely. Does. So what woke you up two years and three months ago, and how did you get connected to all this Ramsey stuff? So uh, truth be known, this whole thing started like right when we first met. I, uh, I have a history with addiction, and she walked into my life at a time frame when everybody else was walking away for that reason. Um, happy to say that. October 7th, they celebrated 11 years of sobriety. Oh, congratulations. But unfortunately, when the uh, using stopped, the spending began. Mm, switched it out for a different one. Pretty much. Yeah. And um, yeah, so for, for years and years, it's basically what happened. I just, we would spend on everything and anything. She takes half the accountability for it, but 95% of it was me. Mm-hmm. I'll be the first one to tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you? What were you addicted to before that you've been dry um, eleven years? Alcohol and uh, painkillers. Okay. Well, congratulations. Thank you, sir. That's a huge victory. You're a powerful guy to do that. That's uh, not everybody can do what you've done, and uh, I'm very proud of you. All right, thanks. And now you've applied it. Start applying the whole concept to uh, the other parts of your life, huh? Yeah. So, um, uh, as far as us being introduced to you. Uh, I had a friend of mine, Joey Swartz, and his wife, Ruby, who've been telling me about you for a long time. And uh, right after we got our real estate license and all that stuff, he comes up to me and he says, Hey, Tommy, you need to get on this Dave Ramsey plant, or however he talks. And, uh, <laughs> I hope he doesn't talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, he keeps telling me about it. And I thought it was just one of those get rich quick things. Yeah. So. Um, but anyway, Quite the opposite. <laughs> Just get rich slow. Yeah. So he uh, he was telling me about it, and he stayed out of me about it. He's like, between real estate and all the overtime that you're working, he's like, you're going to be a millionaire in a few years. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Shut up. So um, it was 2021, our, after our first year in real estate. Um, we wound up getting – Dave, you're going to kill me for this. Uh, <laughs> we got our generous Biden bucks, as mm-hmm. you call it. Mm-hmm. Now, you would think – Fifty six hundred dollars. I'd be smart and pay off two of my credit cards that are maxed out at twenty five hundred each. Mm-hmm. Nah, we're gonna take the kids to Vegas, and that's what we did. Mm. And this is where the big moment happened. So when we get there, 
the limousine picks us up at the airport. I'm getting a Camaro the next day. We got a room with a volcano view. And we get to the hotel, and I don't have money to cover the incidentals. So my daughter, my 17-year-old daughter who was with us, and my son, she had to uh, pick it up so we can eat for the week. And our first three days that we were there, I, I, I didn't even feel like I was there. I'm, I just, I was like beside myself. I'm like, you even realize what a freaking loser you just made yourself look like in front of your kids just now? Mm. And that was it. And it was the following Saturday, we were back home. We were getting ready to go to her sister's house. She was in the shower, and I'm scrolling through my YouTube feed. I'm like, yeah, I've seen this. Watch that. Don't care. Yada, yada. And then I come across this five things that'll make you wealthy video, and it says Dave Ramsey. I'm like, hey, this is the guy that Joey keeps telling me about. So I'm looking down at my, uh, I'm looking down at my phone, and I'm looking right at you, and I'm like, all right, hot shot, you got about 90 <laughs> seconds to sell me on this. Dave, you didn't even need 30 seconds. I'm like, I'm in. So, uh, yeah, we got. To, oh, and then there's the part that you said. Uh, oh yeah. You, the um what was that oh yeah you know what the republicans and democrats have in pro have in common neither one of them can freaking add up I, I freaking texted joey i'm like i'm in <laughs> <laughs> that was the statement <laughs> that was it yep so how the, intense did it get quickly i mean from this moment to the moment you guys start this journey how intense was it for you guys oh very intense i mean i've i've always been like a workaholic so it wasn't anything that I wasn't really used to, mm -hmm. but I mean, her and I, we would work like 12 hour shifts and then we'd go out and show houses. Yeah. You got the gazelles on the shirts, wow. so you know about <laughs> it. Yep. Yeah. So what do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is? So as I said, um, I mean, I've been down this road twice mm -hmm. with using and with spending. Mm -hmm. um, for me, the two key components, number one is accountability. Mm -hmm. You got to look in the mirror and like, david goggins once says you know the accountability mirror every day that you make an excuse is just another day you don't have to do anything about it mm -hmm. um so accountability is big and perseverance man just and being on the same page exactly yeah. if we weren't on the same page it wouldn't have worked at all yeah yeah way to go you two i'm Thank proud you. of you proud of you well done very well done how's it feel to be free <sighs> Heather, awesome. how's it feel to be, have, have him where he's saying, I'm not going to spend us into the poorhouse? <laughs> it's yep. a big deal. It is. It's a big deal. I mean, that's a big thing for your marriage, big day for big day, thing for you to respect your husband when he does stuff like that. I mean, that's, that's manly. That's well done. Both of you. I'm proud of you. Excellent, excellent you, job Dave. working together, pulling this off, and uh, push it, pushing it through and uh phenomenal hey we've got the uh, live and give box for you it's got the baby steps millionaires book in it that's your next stop uh the total money makeover book to give to somebody who's inspired by your story financial peace university membership as well you can enjoy these things or give them away that's what they're for a lot of people buy the box just to take some of it and use it and take some of it and give it so we <laughs> want it to give it to you guys to say thanks for coming out we appreciate you coming in from florida to do your debt free scream tommy and heather st petersburg florida 112 thousand dollars paid off two years and three months making 110 to 150 count it down let's hear a debt-free scream three two one we're, we're debt-free yeah that's it
You know, the money thing is not as serious as the substance addiction mm-hmm. thing, but the parallels in changing it are mm-hmm. still there. Yeah, and the, the the parallels between what's underneath the problem, and and it's so important for us to understand that when we want stuff. And we put it on a credit card because we can't wait for it. We, we, there's something deeper going on. And understanding what's really going on, you said this so effectively for decades, is that uh, I'm the problem in the mirror, the person I'm looking at, who I'm shaving. Like, I'm the problem. Something is, is going on with me in my heart and in my head that's making me live beyond what I can live under. And that's what's going on. And he recognized it twice and, and beat it twice. Incredible yeah. story. Looking for... Love in all the wrong places. There it is. Clicking yeah. prime, 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 yes. prime, prime. Yeah. Oh, wait. I still don't feel any better. Isn't that weird? Who knew? Yeah. That's how this works. This is The Ramsey Show. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author of From Paycheck to Purpose, is my co-host today. Allison is in San Diego. Hi, Allison. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. Hello. Hi. What's up? So I'm calling because I have about $16,000 in credit card debt, uh, maybe a little bit, a little bit over $16,000, and 17000 in student loans, so a total of like $33,700 in debt total debt. Um, and the problem is that my credit cards, the balances on those, I've had them for years. Um, and the interest is really high on some of them. It's like 30% on some of them, it's like 24 and the balances just don't go down. So what I'm wondering is whether I should, um, maybe ask for like a loan, for, um, like a, maybe a personal loan from one of my family members to tackle one and then start, um, slowly tackling the other ones. I just got a new job and doubled my income. Oh, that's great. What do you make? And, um, I'm going to start making about $6,000 per month. I'm going to say more. Uh, and, you, and you were making about 3000 I was making about 3000 yes. Okay. And so if you keep leaving, living like you were living, on three thousand, and you put three thousand a month towards the debt, you'd be out of debt in a year. True. Um, I mean, I do have my. The, the only issue now is that I do have a commute, and the gas is really expensive. It's about an hour and a half commute every day. Um, Sounds like you need to move. Two hundred. I. That is the plan. Yeah. In about a year, my daughter's in. Why would high you wait school. a year? Why would you drive an hour and a half for a year? Because my I share custody with my daughter's dad in um, the hometown, the town that I live in, and um, that's it's you know it's a legal thing that I have to go through, or we have to figure something out. Mm-hmm. But for now, my daughter is you know she's for three hours a day. I'm going to figure something out. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I have figured something out to where one one Al- week, Allison, the week that she's with her dad. Allison, yes. borrowing money will not get you out of debt. You can't borrow your way out of debt. Interest rates are not your problem. Finding a way to not pay $3,000 a month on this debt for 11 months is your problem. 
you need to find a way to pay $3,000 a month instead of finding a way to not pay $3,000 a month. That's what you've done so far. You've now got this fabulous moment in time where your income has shot way up. Let's find reasons Mm -hmm. and ways to make, to take advantage of that and get this mess cleaned up. You can't borrow your way out of debt. This is not an interest rate problem. This is an Allison problem. It is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're, you're a smart lady and you know all this. So, because uh, I tried to do this for years. I tried to borrow my way out of debt. I tried to out earn my stupidity. I tried to do all this. But finally, one day, I just said, that's it. There's only one way to pay, get out of debt is pay it off. I got to pay it off. That's how I get out of debt. I got I got I need $33,000. That's 3,000 a month for 11 months. Oh, there's some interest. So it's going to take me 12. Okay. But it's still going to get, yeah. Oh, whatever. And I got some gas, my gas bills higher and I'm commuting. Oh, well, maybe I'm not, or maybe I am a couple days a week, or maybe I don't know. Is there another way to do this? I got to find a way. I got to find a way to put $3,000 a month on this. I got $3,000 a month. I didn't have before I got this new job. I got to, you see what I'm doing? Yeah. Well, there's an old phrase where there's a will, there's a way, and and it's really true. It's not just a, a nice little saying on a quilted you know thing in a country store. I mean, it's it's really that we begin to see opportunities when we do what you just said, Dave. When we actually say, "I have to find a way," so I keep looking, 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 and things that solutions, opportunities that weren't seen before are all of a sudden seen. And it is just that simple: seek and you will find. I mean, that is the goal right here for her. The way I changed my mindset was I always, you know, take it, pretend like there's some kind of whacked out tragedy, Mm -hmm. which is not really happening, but go with me for a minute. Those of you that have children that you like, okay, (laughs) let's pretend one of them was ill and you needed $33,000 to save their life. Yeah. Watch out. And you had to do it in two years Mm -hmm. and you, you, you would not find reasons to not do it. You would find reasons to do it. Mm -hmm. Hell hath no fury like someone trying to save the life of their child. That's really good. And what that means is is that you can do this. It just has to become a priority. In that case, in that bizarre, tragic situation, which doesn't really exist, Mm -hmm. but if it did exist, you would find a way. You'd find a will where there's a will, there's a way. And, you know, we're going to figure this out. We're not losing this kit. We're going to go, you know, right. you can't. Have you ever seen somebody that didn't like the diagnosis they got? They go to about 16 doctors so they get a diagnosis they like that's or correct. a treatment plan that's going to work instead of everybody going, oh, you're going to die. Oh, you're going to die. Oh, you're going to die. And they find some kind of alternative, something or other weird thing. And I don't know, some witch doctor claps their hands twice and spins around or whatever. But they find a way, right? That's correct. And, you know, because I'm not going to, I don't accept this. And, and when you reach that point that you go, I've had it. Yeah. That's where it changes, Allison. Yeah. And that's what I need you to do here. Um, in, instead of using this new job as a just some extra margin in life, it needs to clean up your mess. Yeah. And you need to cut up those stupid credit cards. Get you some scissors out tonight. Light a candle. Have a plastic surgery party. Mm-hmm. Maria is in New York. Hi, Maria. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Can you hear me okay? Yes. What's up? Okay. So I started listening to you guys about a month ago, and I'm on baby step four. Mm-hmm. Um, so I currently have 
consider, um, sorry, contribute 10% to my employer's Roth 401k, which is the maximum to get the match. Mm -hmm. Um, So I want to increase that. And my question is, should I contribute more to that Roth 401k? Should I contribute to a separate IRA account? Uh, Are the options inside your 401k good options? They're pretty good, yeah. Well, that's not exciting. Funds and, I mean, and if they've got good long-term track records, yes, just increase your not above your match and get to 15%. Uh, if not, then you can go open an individual Roth IRA with a Ramsey SmartVestor Pro. Click SmartVestor at RamseySolutions.com. Find the people we recommend for investing, and they can help you set up a, a personal Roth IRA uh, and pick help you pick out some good mutual funds that you feel good about. You'll learn about stuff in the process of doing that, which is kind of cool. I'd probably do that just for that reason. But you're you're onto something here. What we tell people is it's kind of rock paper scissors, except there's only one way to win. It's um, match beats Roth beats traditional. In your case, you've got a match up to ten. And you're going to take that, and you've got it in a Roth, which is a double dip. That's awesome. And you can do Roth beyond that to get to 15%, either in an individual or at your company. If you're not excited about the options at your company, then go get an individual Roth for the balance of that other 5% of your income going in. Uh, but if, you're, if, it, if your uh, options are decent and you want to just stay with one simple plan, you just increase what you're doing at work, and then you don't have to think about it again. Yeah, and I, I think the key here is is what's my long-term goal and understanding what we teach. She's new to the show. And so I just want to point out that uh, you've taught all the Ramsey personalities as we've learned, so try to learn what you know. If we look at the long-term effects of the stock market and the investment, that plan there, that little rock, paper, scissors, I love that. It works, and it works all the time, but you have time. to stay with it. And so she's brand new, and, and I, I'm just getting her back to you to tell her, once you get on this plan, stay in it. That yep. is the key. Don't get off when we hear these, you know, the your your analogy that's so powerful is the roller coaster. Yeah. Well, you would if you were not invested in the last twelve months, you would have missed out on a fifteen plus fifteen plus percent rate of return. Yeah. Wow. In, in good mutual funds, that's the last twelve months. Nobody's talking about that. Everybody's talking about what mortgage interest rates are. Right. The dadgum stock market's skyrocketing, and you're not you're not even on the ride. Come on. <laughs> That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. Hey, it's Ken. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.